Hey everybody, welcome back on to the Woodpeckers pregame show. We are down in the manager's office, our uh, start of the homestand manager show with the skipper of the Woodpeckers, Ricky Rivera, Andrew Chapman, alongside Colin Casey as well. And uh, nine and four, Ricky, over a 13 game road stretch. The boys came together and, and won a bunch of ball games. Uh, this team is above 500 on the road this year and uh, currently on a six game winning streak going into the start of this series against the Columbia Fireflies. I got to go back to Tuesday night though for you where this started and it comes off a tough loss for you guys where you're up 6-3 bottom nine uh Urias out there on the hill and, and Carolina just puts together some great two strike at bats down to their final strike on a couple of occasions they go on to force extras win 7-6 it, it's one of the more deflating losses I guess on the season but the guys rally right there after sweep a double header going to win six in a row what uh what was the mindset for you guys going into that double header that that helped you guys you know, flush it so quick and, and turn around and rip off six straight wins? Well, as a staff, we always preach, just be where your two feet are at, kind of live in the moment type of deal. As cliche as it sounds, control what you can. And it's like, we can't go back and change that result. You know, like I was pretty bummed out headed, in, headed into that doubleheader because I felt like we had that game under control all game. And we lose it the way we lose it Tuesday. But that's a, that's the beauty in baseball. You know, you get to go back out there and try to punch back. And that's what the guys did, you know. So the guys responded. I thought the... Zach Cole set the tone early, you know, had a couple good at-bats for us Tuesday. Um, and the boys rallied from there, obviously. Narbe swung it well, and the rest of the guys. You mentioned Narbe, 13 hits on the week. Uh, I was pleading his case on Twitter to be the Carolina League Player of the Week. I think Yosi Galan got it. He hit a few home runs uh, across their series with the Down East. But Narbe goes 13 for 29. He had kind of a quiet week in Kannapolis to start that road trip, but it, it felt like he was hitting the ball hard. He was just getting a little unlucky. That weekend, things started to drop in for him, and now he's on a nine-game hitting streak. What has uh, gone right for Narve Cruz over the last couple of weeks in your eyes? Well, Narve's still learning to be a professional. You know, he's been with the org for three years. He was a COVID signing, so he missed that full year. Then he plays two years in the complex with us. Um, so he's still kind of learning how to be a professional and, and take care of his body. Um, I feel like he came out really strong. You know, he's a, he's a big work ethic guy, work hard every day type of guy. And now I've told him, it's like, it's not lazy to take a personal day. You know, it's not lazy to take less swings and stuff like that. So he's starting to understand all that. But the kid works. He works on both sides of the ball. He's always asking questions. He's always positive. Um, and it was just good to see, you know, he's made, he's made hard contact, I think, all year. He really has. He's just been in the ground, you know, so he was being able to hit the ball hard in the air last week and uh, obviously a couple went uh, one went over the fence and a couple hit the wall so those those will always count for us and uh, obviously Narbeg with the big big series can't forget about Luis Encarnacion Ricky and what he put together over the course of that series and Zebulin had the two run home run and on Sunday gets his party started in that first inning with that two run double that just nearly uh, nearly got out of the ballpark uh, what can you say about the week that he's had and, and the big strides that he's made offensively so Inca hits, Inca hits. We've known Inca hits. You know, he's a, he's a, he's one of the funniest. He's one of the um, nicest kids you'll ever meet. Like he's always positive. He's always funny. He's always like tuned in. He's a great teammate. You know, it was just a matter of we were all like waiting for this to happen for him because I've seen him for two years just absolutely destroy baseballs whether it's in instructs against good pitching and spring training against upper level pitching and the FCL last year after he broke his nose like coming back and hitting 
I mean, I know the kid can hit. We know the kid can hit. It was just uh, getting over that mental hurdle um, of, of, you know, the change in affiliate ball and pitchers having a little bit more of a plan and a structured approach against them, you know. So it was good to kind of see him get over that hump and break that wall that he had been fighting for the last couple of weeks. But without him, we definitely don't don't win those games because he definitely set the tone for us, especially Sunday. Um, him and Narbe were absolutely huge for us because things were going south a little bit early. And, you know, Ricky, one of the other guys that, that had a big swing out in uh, Carolina, it was nice to see him finally circle the bases for the first time in his pro career was, was Garrett McGowan. He missed a few games in Carolina. He got plunked in the leg, and uh, he comes back and, and hits maybe one of the longest home runs uh, by anyone during that series out to the, uh, the, the clubhouse. Uh, did you say anything to him post game? And uh, I'm sure he got that baseball back. He, he must have been pretty happy with that one. Yeah, so G, uh, another hard worker for us. Um dealing with some injuries so I, I had to take him out of the game after he hit the home run so that's always kind of sad so there wasn't much uh celebration after the game as I would like it to be you know all these kids uh achievements I try to celebrate like they're my own but um I just need him to get healthy you know like he's uh he's a guy that could pick it at first base obviously he plays well for us out there can give us a little position versatility in the outfield as well but um right now he's just dealing with you know staying healthy for things he can't control you know I know he takes care of his body he got plunked um, he had a, a weird injury in the weight room. Like, I mean, he's he's had some stuff happen to him uh, in the past, and then this year he's just struggled to stay on the field. So at this point, all I text him is like, you know, take care of your body, make sure you're doing things correctly, and and hopefully we can have you more on the field so you can do that again. Do you think there's like a, going back to this team being a 500 road team, or even better, 16 and 14 this year in 30 road games? Is there, uh, there any sort of a different uh, schedule or, or mindset a team has to have to have that sort of success you guys do when going into road ballparks this year and, and taking teams down in their own house? Well, to me, it's not only that we have been good on the road. It's the teams we've beat on the road. I mean, teams that are in the top of our division or the other division, teams that are pretty good, you know, like this week we get Columbia here, but we went out there and we performed really well against them. I thought we had a chance to win five out of those six you know, uh, that first road trip. Um, I really don't know. We're trying to figure that out as a staff. It's like, why why do we play so good on the road and poorly at home? Maybe we'll wear gray uniforms at home. I don't know. I don't know yet. But, um, well, we're going to try to figure that out this week. Uh, looking at the – we've talked about the offense already, but can't forget about the pitching performances that we've seen this week. I think the one that jumps out to me was Nick Swanson at the start of this series uh, where he ended up going six innings uh, – arguably one of the best outings that he's had in Fayetteville Woodpecker's uniform. What can you say about the big the big developments that he's made from uh, year one, uh, full season one to full season two that he's had here in single A? So another guy that uh, last year was his first full pro year, still learning how to be a pro, take care of his body, when to go, when to not go. Uh, but Swanee competes, man. Swanee, every time he steps on the bump, every six, seven days it is for us, he'll always compete. You know, he'll always keep us in the game. Um... He can throw three three pitches for a strike, which is valuable. Uh, last week he was throwing a little bit harder, which is always good for him, you know. So that's uh, there's been a lot of positives for him, you know. There's still a, a lot of room to grow, and he knows that. But obviously, you can't grow if you don't see any positive signs, you know. It's not your to call a roadblock. All right, Ricky. Good luck this uh, week to you and all the guys as you continue to try and extend this winning streak here at home and uh, get some caffeine in you. I know uh, you've been up since seven a.m. coaching little leaguers. How how are we feeling here at the midway point of the day? By the way, it feels it feels like it's Sunday already, but uh, no, nah, it's baseball at the end of the day. It's just like Robleski would say, 
Um, it's just sports, so we're just going to have fun with it. That's right. That's right. Ricky out here working with 5- to 13-year-olds. So it's been a hectic morning for the uh, Woodpeckers and the, uh, the coaching staff. Well, thanks again, Ricky. Good luck this week. Thank you.